evening and welcome. This is Strong and Sassy on your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Inimwa Inimado and I'm going to be in your ears for the next one hour or so. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know you could be anywhere else, but as usual, Wednesday evenings, you choose to be here with me and I'm really grateful for that. So thank you. Promise to give you a really great show today. So today I'm going to do something different. Usually I'll tell you what we're talking about and then I'll tell you who we're talking to. But today I'm going to tell you who we're talking to and then maybe you can guess what we're talking about. As usual, we're live and interactive. Our WhatsApp lines are open 055-1111997. Okay, so my first guest is Claudia Kwating Lumo. She's an astute figure in the creative space and has carved an enviable portfolio in the business and corporate field, making her one of the most recognized personalities on the continent. So some of our really favorite things about Claudia include that she's been um, part of the British Council Fashion and Design Program where she was named Young Creative Entrepreneur of the Year. She is one of the 40 most inspirational female leaders in Ghana, top 40 under 40 business leaders in Ghana, top 50 young entrepreneurs in Ghana, 100 most influential women in Ghana, the most influential young Ghanaian, um, most inspirational women in Ghana, most powerful players in Africa and fashion in in the UK as well. And this is just to mention a few of um, the things that she has achieved. She's a mother and a firm believer in the growth and development of her country. She was also my senior in KNUSD and I used to be very afraid of her. <laughs> So that's Claudia. Hello, Claudia. Good evening and welcome. Good evening. Hi, anyone. It's so good to have you. I'm not sure why you're laughing. I'm afraid of me. Oh, yeah. Too serious, Claudia. Everyone is running around. Exactly. Exactly. And then also, and, and Claudia has been on Strong and Sassy a couple of times on Zoom, haven't you? Yeah, on I think, phone. yeah, during the, during the um, COVID season. Yes, yeah, I was yes, on Zoom, yes. yeah. But not um, in person. No, no. Not in person. So no. it's really great that you're here tonight. Yeah, I'm very rich. And <laughs> also for the first time on Strong and Sassy, um, Shika Goka, also joining us. She's an etiquette coach, hospitality consultant, CEO of Principal Consultant and SG Etiquette Consulting Limited. So Shika has more than a decade of experience in the banking sector. Um, she's done retail banking, mortgage services, and she was a branch manager with Barclays Bank in the UA and also head of customer services with Fidelity Bank. She's worked in finance and administration. Her passion has led her to do so many amazing things, including um, Global Emerging Pathogens Treatment Consortium and they deal with early detection treatment of the really scary stuff like Ebola. Um, during that time, she was head of fundraising and she does so much. She has so much experience and um, that's Shika Goka for you. So now I'll tell you what we're talking about after you've heard the incredible profile of the women that we have. So this evening, we're talking about in a man's world, how does a woman rise? How did you rise? Basically, that's the question on the table. So um, let me start with you, Claudia. Okay. Did you always know 
that you wanted to be all of this? No, that's a, that's a big no. Um, all of this in terms of what I've achieved and what I'm doing, right? Um, no, because I started in corporate um, in the UK and I came to Ghana and I was in corporate as well. Um, and then somehow um, I landed in what I'm doing, which is, you know, being a, public, uh, a publisher, starting with a magazine um, and then doing events and then doing all the things that I was doing. Um, no. I, so no. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but then as you go along and as you build what you're building, you find yourself doing different things. You find yourself in different passion, different things that you're passionate about. Um, you find yourself, um, you learn more about yourself, what you are capable of doing. There's so many things that I do know I can tolerate and I can do them or I can stand them. That through this journey of mine in the last 11 years in Ghana, um, I've learned that about myself. I've grown as a woman and um, I am here. Mm, you know? Okay. Um, so, Shika, I'll pretty much ask you the same question because you've achieved so much as well. <laughs> Been so many, won That's so many different hats. Um, did you know? Well, no, the same with Claudia. I think, you know, you, you come out of university and you're still searching yourself. And I think what going into the corporate world does for you, it gives you a really good foundation of discipline. You learn how to cope in a very unfamiliar background. You know, banking gives you a very sort of strict understanding of what goes on because you're dealing with other people's money essentially and you learn quite early there that you know no one person originates or finishes and finishes a transaction it must change hands for this reason so you get used to doing things in a particular fashion and you get used to doing things with lots of checks and balances and that only allows you to grow mm -hmm. because with that they're very um very dis, um, detailed ways of actually assessing your development as well and that sort of starts to tease out where you are strong and maybe where you're a little bit weak it starts to push you into particular roles of leadership and management and things like that giving you more responsibility and with that you sort of grow and you realize that oh actually I can handle this so I quite like this aspect of things and how can I use some of the skills that I've developed in other ways as well so with that everything that I have done along the way has sort of like Claudia developed me as a as an individual as a, as a woman as a manager as a leader and allowed me to bring on all of these experiences to where I am today you know following my actual passion which is to teach people and train them in etiquette practices yeah. what's interesting is that both of you kind of started from the corporate and yes. then you've kind of gone out into other things so like you said yeah. um the corporate kind of prepares you for that mm -hmm. there's something about barack obama that he said and mm -hmm. it's one of my absolute favorite things he said he never planned on being president <laughs> it was kind of just one thing and then by saying you know now I'm, I'm this i'm that and then mm -hmm. okay white house okay why not let me do mm. let me do that so the question is, in this world where the men will say they don't dominate it, uh -huh. but I think we can agree that they do. <laughs> so, in this world where it's like that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, I mean, it mm. is what it is, but in this world that it's like that, how do you start to prepare mm. for the days ahead where there will be that place where you have mm. to 
exit mm-hmm. you have to show that olivia pope kerry washington mm. in scandal says we have to be twice as twice yep. as work 100%. twice as hard to be half as good or yeah. to be seen as half as good yeah. so how do you for those of, of, of us who are listening and yeah. coming into yeah. how do we start to prepare towards that i think number one as a woman as you as you rightly said um we always have to do twice the job and we always underestimate ourselves as women we undercoat ourselves um we got into we go into roles and we always you know um request for less even though we're fantastic at what we do um you know man men are bold you're confident you know they might ask for three times the value their actual value and maybe might deliver less than the woman will actually do but we go in asking for less but then we put in a hundred percent or even more and i'm not saying in all situation but it's just sort of like the natural thing that a woman will just settle for something mm. lower um so i would say that um this is this has been my journey as a woman a woman being an entrepreneur you know always pitching in boardrooms um i want to walk into a room and i don't want the first thing they see is a pretty face okay i always say and i mentor a lot of women and i mentor a lot of young people and i say when you walk into a room or when i walk into a boardroom to pitch something i see a person mm-hmm. i am not here as a woman and i don't look at myself as a woman sitting here with maybe 10 other men mm-hmm. and i always make sure that i go there my purpose and my focus is to deliver is to make sure that i'm coming out of the room and when i go out of the room they will not say oh that was she was a very beautiful woman oh she was wearing something great i want to leave that room and leave them with an impression that say that oh my god i wasn't expecting that you know that was great delivery that the way she spoke the way mm-hmm. she stood there and the way she answered that question so i'm very much aware of myself when I'm in a space like that. How going in, making sure that you've done your research, mm-hmm. you know you know where you're going, you have the right answers for them. If you don't have the right answers, don't, you know, just be upfront with it. You have to go and get back to them on these things. So just being a true reflection of yourself. And just, and every time I say that, every time a door opens for me and I'm in front of people, I say to myself that I'm not just for Claudia. I am there for other women that may walk through this door. Mm-hmm. So I must leave an impression here that it will allow another woman to, you know, easy for another woman when they come here to stand here. Because if I go in and I'm going in and thinking, oh, um, oh yeah, that's another woman the way their last lady spoke and all of that. So you're leaving, you know, a bad lasting impression on them. So when you're there, when you're a woman, there's responsibility on us as leaders, female mm-hmm. leaders. There's responsibility on us as those who are walking through the so for me just being confident but not cocky Mm -hmm. just being respectful being humble in your approach but also making sure you're delivering I mean that's the that's the that's the main that's the most important thing just make sure that and how you put yourself together and how you dress Mm -hmm. because I don't want to walk into a room and I tell women this you may have the best legs in this world but then when you walk into a room the first thing I said I want to see your great legs I want to see you know a smart woman walking through a door so whatever you think now that's my okay wait wait (laughs) So I I, I get what you're saying, but this is what you said. You said, I don't want to see that you have great legs. I want to see a smart woman walking Mm -hmm. through the door. Yeah. How, what does a smart woman walking through the door look like? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, do you get what I mean? No. Like, what do, well, do you know, even how she you can wash... Feel free to interrupt <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at, at any time. You know, I'll tell you what. If you are in a business world, um, anymore, and you sat in meetings, and you sat in board meetings, and you walked in, when a woman is... And it's not just a woman. When a person walks mm. through a door, and the person is, you know, you, you people make a decision, you know, yeah. the, who you are. Split, just like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you walk through the door, I immediately I see you. Mm -hmm. I I've made a decision whether I think I want to pay attention to you. Yeah. I or think not. you're going to be great. I think mm -hmm. I'm going to be. You're going to be an interesting person to listen to. So all of that coming the way you walk into the door, you approach your facial expression, everything comes to it. Yeah. So don't come to me asking to be a general manager and in the shortest of dresses. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's all of these things. I want people to be mindful of it. You know, make sure that your hair is laid nicely. You're not coming in with like a blue hair when you're expecting me to hire you you're not here to be head of <laughs> head of music video do you get what i yeah. mean so depending on where you're going i'm no, sorry bad. like yeah. yeah you know depending on where you're going mm -hmm. you're going into a bank it's about trust you know so you need to walk in as somebody that look like somebody i can trust you with money so all of these things people just need to be mindful of love yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> love that so shiga let yes. me come to you because you are the presentations person you know how mm -hmm. we look how we um so just like i was asking mm -hmm. claudia what first impressions yeah what should we what are the, the key things so i mean you, you know you've already hit the nail on the head and said that first impressions are made instantly whether we like it or not we we like to pretend that we don't care what people think or we don't care to be judged by other people's opinions but the fact is there are times when your future you know mm -hmm. your, your livelihood mm -hmm. you getting a loan you getting um, funding for a project is literally based on somebody else's opinion of you and you know you, you do have to show up appropriately so you know like Claudia said there's you know there's a professional way to turn up to either an interview, a pitch, anything like that. And you've got to be mindful about what you're wearing. But there is um, something called power dressing as well, which okay. she's, she's also spoken about. It's that outfit that you put on when you realize that when you wear this outfit, you feel strong, you feel empowered, you mm. feel confident, and therefore you are ready to face whatever challenges that may be thrown at you. You can dress the part, but you've also got to be prepared, you know, beforehand. You've got to have done your research. You know, you've got to know about the business that you're entering. You've got to know about the product that you are selling or whatever it is that you, you are creating this audience for so that you are prepared for whatever questions may come at you and you can think about any fallback plan as well all of these things will have an impact on how you turn up so you know because she's going for something her goal is that whatever it is she's going to win at the end of it and people are going to be impacted by her presence so the mental preparation is already there she's thought about everything and that's the way that we also need to approach things now you cannot have a certain amount of confidence if you don't know your stuff you know mm. you can't just sort of blag it. You, some people are really good salespeople. They can sell, you know, what, what do they call eyes to the Eskimo. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, you have to be able to deliver as well. So, you know, you can blag as much as you want. You can bamboozle people, but you've got to also have substance at the end of the day because, you know, people can tell when you're not authentic. They can tell when you, you don't really know your stuff. And eventually you're going to let people down as well as yourself, you know, and then you lose credibility along the way. So, yes, confidence 
thinking about the way that you're going to dress and you know even little things like making sure that you're there on time there's nothing worse than feeling flustered or feeling like oh my gosh you're going to be late what kind of impression is this going to set you know come there with good enough time to be able to you know settle your mind start um, talking to yourself and make sure that you're rehearsing all of the key points that you want to come and express when you do have uh, people's attention and you have the audience that you want because sometimes you won't get another opportunity first impressions are extremely important yeah. and you and you can lose people instantly and the, and the fact is you know if you're not dressed appropriately no one's going to take you seriously if you look like you've got too much on display you know people will look all right but, you know, eventually they'll be like, this person surely can't be serious. They're going to go to the person that looks the part, that has prepared and actually sounds genuine. That actually sounds like they know their stuff as well. So. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, so, Claudia, let's, let's talk about the looking the part a little bit. Mm. Um, so, just kind of run us through the different scenarios. So, let's say um, interviews or let's mm. say... Um, wanting something pitching something mm. or let's say um a casual lunch but with maybe your bosses mm. or let's say you're going somewhere and you want to be noticed how do you you know mm. differentiate and then when is it okay to be sexy and when when do should you <laughs> not be sexy okay so i <clears throat> i think sexy to me is not showing like skin mm. mm-hmm. you know for me um when i think sexy um it's not i actually find people who show all of that i'm i'm trying not to use the word i want to use on air but that's not sexy for me at okay. all um and as a woman if i cringe when i see you imagine what men will look at you know and if you are you need to understand the, your body mm-hmm. you know that god gave to you or whatever wherever you got it from you need to understand your body and how to dress to suit the body that you have i always say that the fact that something looked great on claudia doesn't mean it's going to look great on you or the fact that a new look amazing and what she's wearing doesn't mean it's going to look mm. well on me you know so you need to understand your body number one and know what to wear the colors that works for you the pattern that works for you i understand there's not everybody that it sounds you like know, a lot of work it's not a lot of work it's just <laughs> that people take it too serious mm. you okay. know just enjoy it just know yourself and what makes you comfortable mm-hmm. even my little daughter that's just 10 and 10 will tell me that mom is not about it's about being comfortable in my clothes and she started telling me that when she was seven you know Mm -hmm. so i think just being comfortable i like because when you're comfortable you're confident you're not so much aware seeing where the skirt is popping Mm. you know because it's so tight you're looking whether it's popping or it's not popping or whatever you know my style everybody that knows me my style is very much blazers with jeans and skirts and um even when i was young i never liked short dresses it's never been my style because also um everybody's different you know i people can look classy in you know shorter dress depending on their body type mm. but the same short dress that somebody's wearing with a blazer that look classy on them for a certain type of body it might not look classy mm. so i think understanding your body is the number one and just seeing the colors and for the right places because if i'm going to like a board meeting i'm having a very serious meeting i don't want to be going
going with very bright light, uh, colors. I mean, naturally, I like very toned down colors. It's my personality anyway. I like to wear very earthy colors. I wear a lot of blacks, um, you know, lights, blues, and things like that. I'm not very much of a pop like purple, like pink. It's not really me. You won't see me, you know. But some people know how to dress with those colors and still make it look very subtle and nice. So understand where you're going is number one. The people you're going to meet. Okay. My thing is, do not take the attention from the subject, mm -hmm. you know, and okay. you should not be the attention. Okay. You know, the moment you and what you're dressing and your shoe and your nail, you know, your nails, like you have all the stats and design, it's, it's, don't make yourself the distraction. Ex yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that, for me, that's it. Whatever you're going to discuss is the priority, is the most important thing. You want to get, you know, pitch mm -hmm. something for a loan. You want to go there and get a job. You want to get there, you're going to impact other people, depending on where you're going. That is the most important thing. And you don't, the moment you become the subject or the moment that you become the distraction, oh, well, I'm yeah, look at me. Mm -hmm. Then you've lost focus. Of but there are some moments there. like that, right? There are moments when it's okay to do the, oh, la, la, here I am, this is me. <laughs> well, depends on what you're trying to get. And for instance, if they are casting you to be used for a billboard, or they are casting okay. you to be the person to use for commercial, then you then want yeah, then yeah. yeah okay. But even that, what kind of commercial you've been paid for? If you're being paid for a bank commercial, then you, you have to go into yeah. But if you're being paid for a party drink, of course, maybe you mm -hmm. know, depending on you okay. know, yeah. So just yeah. people be mindful of all of. But them. I, I, I generally believe as well that sexiness is something like that happens within Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a feeling, um, it, it's an energy that sometimes that you you give off. You can literally be 100% covered from head to toe. You know, like a lot of Middle Eastern women are. But there's something, you know. But there's something about them, and sometimes it's even your behaviour. You know, yeah. it's not overtly um, flirtatious or anything yeah. vulgar like that. Yeah. But it's an inner confidence that you have, and sometimes you can walk into a room and somebody like Claudia said could be half dressed, mm -hmm. but then everybody's attention would be on Animwa because Animwa is giving everybody else yeah. attention. Do you know what I mean? She's yeah. she's inquiring about everybody else. She's looking at them in the eye when she's speaking to them. She's engaging people. Mm -hmm. She is showing interest in other people and that in itself is an attractive thing. Yeah. So, you know, you, you have that inner peace and people, you know, they're attracted to nice people. Yeah. They're attracted to people with really lovely personalities and that's the thing. Like, nobody likes um, an attention seeker necessarily, yeah. but but you don't sometimes you know even if you are somebody that commands a lot of respect when you walk in a room it doesn't necessarily mean that you are dressed you know in in tight or short or over revealing overly revealing outfits sometimes it's just because of the way that you carry yourself you know i have a friend that said it doesn't matter if she walks in a room with, you know, 10 other women who are absolutely gorgeous, she thinks of that as, she thinks she is a gorgeous person herself. So she walks in with confidence and she walks into places knowing that her purpose is to network, her purpose is to have a good time, her purpose is to, you know, um, meet somebody new. And she's going to make the most out of every sort of um, engagement that she has because she's a positive thinking person. And somebody like that, honestly, you know, she makes friends very, very easily. And you know, there's a sexiness to that without her wearing revealing clothes and things like that. But she's just a confident person that is good at bringing the best out in other people, mm. you know? Wow, I'm, I'm enjoying, like, I'm enjoying the conversation. So I wish I was, I was the one who wasn't asking questions. Um, okay, so coming back to you, Claudia, a lot of times when we're talking about succeeding in the world, yeah. it's almost as if 
you have to be more masculine. Mm. Do we have to be more masculine? I mean, if yes, then mm. okay, why? Mm-hmm. And if no, and we can be feminine, then how do we channel that femininity mm. in such a way that it does us more good mm. than bad? Yeah. So there's so many different parts to this, um, and I've been talking from my own experience because I've been called a lot of things like the Magna Tatcha, you know, the, the Magna Tatcha, Magna Tatcha, Ma- Magna Tatcha, yeah. <laughs> um, Iron the, Lady, you know, Iron Lady. Actually, people have used that word as well. Um, so I've got, I've been called all sorts, and that's basically because you are seen as a woman that you're tough. You're seen as um, somebody that's very straight with her decision making and all of that. So if a man is doing it, it's good, it's okay. But when a woman is doing it, you're seen as the, you know, you know, call all sorts of names. Um, so I look at this as a different, you know, different things. You, you, you don't need to. Um, so to say like acts like a man or mm-hmm. anything like that to make it in this you know in this world um i always say that the fact that to me the fact that you're a woman in itself is powerful in itself um is how you you understand it and it's how you use it but i also don't go into or build my business or went through this life um so far with business looking at myself as just a you know woman mm. i just look at myself as a person mm-hmm. And I don't, um, <clears throat> if anything, uh, being a woman has to be a compliment for me. Mm. Um, but then what I don't want, and I make sure that I don't want, and I, and it's not really something I've paid attention to, for somebody or somebody in business to look at me, oh, she's doing that because she's a woman. Mm. You know, that's, you know, that's not something that I want to be associated, you know. So you can, it's okay for you to be feminine. It's okay to, you know, dress the way, you know, nicely as your woman, you know, feel, you know, beautiful, feel confident, feel sexy, do everything. But then the most important thing is not going to work claiming the woman's card. Mm. You know, well, you know, that's my thing. You know, I want women to um, have the mindset that, of course, I'm a woman, I'm strong, I can do, you know, every, you know what I do, but I also want us to try not to match up or rub shoulders with men, because then that's, for me, you know, what are we trying to do? I'm not, I'm not a man, I'm not going to force to be the man in this office, but then contribute, do what you have to do, you know, yourself. Um, what was the what's the thing is all well? you know um in in business or in you know making decisions and everything and even hiring people i have a lot of md friends who tell me that oh there are women that takes off days from work because uh, i mean this is yeah but because they're on period you know they mm-hmm. had a period i mean the things that as you said with women that naturally i mean that's what we are women you know we have to go through this but i don't really there are women who genuinely have issues like that and when they are when they're having i mean if you struggle, have endometriosis yes, for example for yeah, nothing you can are, do yeah, yeah. but then when i keep hearing these things that and I, I always feel like you know we are in this world that we are asking for equity do you understand we are asking for equity and we're asking for equality we didn't choose to have a cycle we didn't <laughs> exactly. choose to have um, <laughs> pre-pms and all of that so why can't 
me get a couple of days off? Yeah. No. I don't know. Honestly, that's birthing out your big-headed babies and then you say I should, well, you know, be a well. Well, apparently in Spain, it's been made part of their constitution that if you are somebody who suffers from really bad menstrual uh, cramps and all those sort of things, you can actually work from home for those two days. Oh. It's, it's actually a thing that's recognized because that actually is equity as a, as it as, as opposed to as, as, a, as opposed to as equality yeah. exactly give me the tools that i need yeah. to be able to work in the same environment but understand that what my requirements are are yeah. different from yours yeah. you yeah. know yeah. Um, yeah especially if, if i can make up the time exactly because and I you mean, know we're we extremely efficient period pain <laughs> Or anything else, or but I think I think what we shouldn't miss, we shouldn't, we yeah. should add to it is I, you know, we understand all of that, but also I, I, I hope that I don't want women to use use that because then people always I, in that office, you know, there are certain positions that, that naturally yes. you're supposed to go to, and then they'll say, oh, that's another woman has always taken mm-hmm. this thing off. So for me as a woman, that's my pain. Yeah. Yeah. and I was when I was pregnant, like I will, I will work until like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I, but maybe I'm one of the lucky ones who mm. never really had problems with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to attach me because onyem, oh, she's pregnant. You know, I have, but also it's maybe it's because of my mind because I hate that word somebody saying because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. So I try and everything I want to do, I want to do my best. I want, I don't want anybody to use my femininity as something to tell me to, that I can't perform. Mm-hmm. You know, and for that reason, you toughen up as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, you toughen up as an entrepreneur because I'm going to places that I'm I'm fighting for the same yeah. ma- the same budget with men mm. so I cannot afford to say that okay because I've just had a baby and I'm on maternity I had a c-section and right after my c-section hours later I was finishing my proposal and I was on zoom pitching in a yeah. hospital because nobody is going to sell because she's in a hospital now let's let's give her one month two yeah. months before she come back and pitch it'll so, be gone. Uh, but it'll be you gone. know yeah. but we should also so. be careful because you know uh, femininity and strength are not mutually exclusive yeah. you know just yeah. the presence of one does not mean the absence of the other yeah. you've said you've you've proven that in your strong ways yeah. given pushing out a baby yeah. cesarean whatever and it is and getting yeah. exactly so you know you talked about the fact that you know you can see that maybe in her, in her journey and like lots of other women's journeys they've had to probably show a little more aggression to get their voices heard in yeah. the boardroom to make sure and i would always say that the first thing is actually just to turn up in the first place because if yeah. you also don't turn up you don't even get the opportunity to let your voice be heard yeah. and for people to see what you're doing and then sometimes you know we we probably will have to bend over a little uh, bend over a little bit more mm-hmm. and do extra things to get visibility as well you know whether it's volunteering and making sure that we're networking within the complete organization so that other senior managers, leaders also know about us and our capabilities, you know, and see that we're able to do this and that so that when a conversation comes up, they can say, actually, what about that young lady in this department? She Mm. did this the other week. Why not invite her and just get um, her opinion as well? When you're also at the table and you're asked a question, you know, mm. like Claudia said, sometimes we'll, we'll shy away. Uh, we may not necessarily want to speak up, but then we have to, because then that's our opportunity mm. to show what value we add and all the things that we also know that are equal to the men and probably even more. So, you know, yeah, I think we have a responsibility to ourselves not to 
overly um, go with the ag- aggression. Do you know what I mean? Just to tame it down, just be our normal selves and not always feel the need to fight, but let our work and our actions and our presence speak for itself. Let us continue to build up on our CV and, you know, our engagements and and whatever it is that we're doing within that company or the Mm organisation and be building on that year in, year out or month in, month out or even project to project to show that we are capable just as well. capable. And when the time comes, those positions will come. Because look, you, you look around and you see, you know, even people like my own sister, you know, um, CEO of the GCX and um, Abuneo Seipoku, ABSA, you know, managing yeah. director. There is nothing overly aggressive about either of those women. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're family women as well. You know, they have children. But you know their reputation reputations precede them at every single juncture they have been rising and they have been doing what they need to do and they've been turning up mm-hmm. and at the right time they get into those positions and now they they are there trust me nobody ever talks down to them mm-hmm. do you know what i mean their their voices are valuable they say things and people run with their ideas because they've got a proven track record and so it goes to show it is possible they're not those women are can be more feminine than other women i know you know there's nothing particularly harsh or butch about them you never hear people saying oh they were really nasty or they're aggressive or they're too masculine or anything like that they're just living their truth but what they have just done is being been consistent every single step of the way so you see it is possible because personalities like that you know you will get far and de- definitely having a strong drive being ambitious having self-belief all of those things will take you to the next to that, level, to that level. Mm. i've noticed something mm-hmm. claudia um people have learned the art of making themselves look very important mm-hmm. and in our side of the world it seems to be working because you you may see people i think maybe men more maybe <laughs> who have a lot of visibility you know they they are coming into places and they are coming with six people walking with them mm. and you know they talk about themselves and like you know maybe the third th- person they are, they are very <laughs> important mm-hmm. but you don't know what it what is, is yeah. what, what they are important for <laughs> but they are, but they are they are gaining i've been watching it i don't want to mention names i've been watching it and they are gaining some sort of traction some sort of yeah. influence and you're asking like what am i missing so this is my question <laughs> is there a fine art of of representing your yourself like big upping yourself <laughs> in a way so that <laughs> I, I know you understand the question I do and the second one, before you answer the second one is how do you do it without seeming, mm. you know, oh, too much? Mm. And then must it be done? Because also on the flip side, you have noticed that there are people who are fantastic, but they don't talk about themselves. They're mm-hmm. humble. They're not looking for the spotlight. So they are, so it's like you have to put yourself, mm-hmm. you have to sell <laughs> yes. you, you have to sell right? yourself. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, do you get the question? I totally okay. understand. I, I do, yeah. I do. Okay. but I was saying that, bigging yourself, as you put it, how long are you going to be able to do that Some for? people have done it for and like, yeah, well, but my, that, that must be tiring. Yeah. And I mean, is that con- is that um, sustainable? Like, can you consistently, you know, be doing that? And one thing that we should understand is people can see through things. You know, people can see through 
people who are just trying to yeah. talk big. People are not dumb. People are not, you know, maybe today you might get away with it, but by the second, the third time, they will see through what you're trying to do. Um, so I, I genuinely believe that just be yourself. Mm. You know, people remember um, the little things that people do. The little things that, I tell you what, I have offices that I go to and when I enter, the security people and even the cleaners say, oh, madam, we've not seen you in a couple of days. And I, you know, it's just because maybe every time you, you, you know, you, you greet them, you say, this happened to me even in hotels mm -hmm. that I pack my car and I'm entering that, oh, madam, hello, oh, we've not seen it. And they genuinely like, they, they're genuinely happy mm -hmm. that they, you know, you've not, and I always correct people as well as I go and I find a nice of correcting people. Even today, I went to a hotel for a meeting and the security girl came to me and said, madam, and with his boss, that they want to thank me the other time I corrected the lady because she asked me that, how can I help you at the, you know, the gate? And I said, you you shouldn't say, how can you help people? You, you get what I mean? Because people don't like to hear the word help. You know, this is a very reputable restaurant and hotel. When you walk, because she, she's directing the cars and packing them, so just pack the person and say, thank you for coming. Please, that's the reception. Because there's a reception inside who's mm. supposed to assist people. So, so don't take that job of <laughs> But she's trying to Yeah, but now she understood why. Because it's better to say, you know, but the word help. Because at that level of people, people don't want to hear help. You, 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 you can't, can't help, help me. Actually, you know, yeah. so but it's, they don't know. Yeah. You understand? They don't know. So nice talking to her today she brought her manager when I got that this is the woman and we were really thankful so I think it's just how you treat people mm -hmm. how you engage with people how you speak to people all of these things make you the person that you say you are because if you're faking it or if you're trying to big up your own self now at the pub on Obiton and the tree you is at the Panton or something like that okay yeah. you know like if you're good as you say you're good mm. people will notice it people will see through the work that you do through your execution to the way you approach life, to the way you relate to people, to the results that you're given, people will see it. And I don't mind, there are people that their personality, they're really reserved. But you're really good. But you know what? Keep doing what you're doing because you will be noticed. The time will come that they cannot ignore you anymore. Yes, you cannot. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody can ignore you. You know, we all go through that. You know, for me, recognition doesn't mean anything to me. I tell you what, because I'm so confident in who I am. I'm very... Even if nobody yeah. saw you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, nothing really... Like, for me, I don't need you to tell me that, Claudia, like, you're doing amazing or whatever. It doesn't do anything to me because... I'm I'm, I judge I'm I'm the, I'm the most toughest person on myself because mm. I always feel like I can give more I can do more I can be better than this so I'm rather looking for people who tell me how I can be better than people giving me good compliments mm. so I mean the you know all of these things come come into play I believe yeah. you can't continuously fake it you can have six people following you <laughs> but I mean even the people around you will cannot get can't, cannot wait to get rid of you <laughs> to know what you think on this but we're going to take a quick message from yes. our friends when we come back um shika will be telling us how yeah. to put ourselves out there in a nice way so promote self-promotion self-promotion in a nice yeah. way um stay tuned in Grace Kerala International, on the occasion of their 10th anniversary, presents a night of classical and operatic music, featuring Ghana's premier opera group, Lumina, the award-winning South African opera singer, Maestro Kagujelu, and the renowned Accra Chamber Orchestra. Date, 25th November, 2023. Venue, the Accra International Conference Center, 6 p.m. sharp. Tickets are being sold on all Eagle Tickets platforms online. 
the front decks of Joy FM, Airport Shell, and Christ the King Catholic Church. 200 Ghana CDs for VIP and 100 Ghana CDs for regular. For bulk tickets and reservations, call 020-738-0866. An experience of a night of classical bliss awaits you. Proceeds of the event will be used to support the Leukemia Foundation and the Incarcerated Youth Correctional Center Foundation. It's Grace Corral International at 10. See you there. Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Planned City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design. St. Gobain, making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. From Game Park Games, the easiest lottery to play and win. Pick four numbers from zero to nine, up to three times a day to become one of our daily winners. More mula, more power. Play online at www.gameparkgames.com or dial star 946 hash to play. Game Park Games is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsible. Pick four from Game Park Games. answered um, that question P probably as well as Beyonce herself when she asked who run who runs the world and then and then she answered I'm not sure if you agree and we're still interactive zero five five one 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 nine nine seven um I got a question um um this lady says she was denied a well-paying job because she had a leg chain on and what has a leg chain got to do with acquiring a job I used to ask questions like that um as well when I was younger but I'll, I'll let um either she Claudia answer 
answer that in a second. But I wanted, Shika, your take. Oh, by the way, welcome back. This is Strong and Sassy um, on Joy 99.7. My name is Enimo. I'm sitting down with Claudia and Shika. And we're having a conversation on, on women rising in, in this world. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, what was your take on... You know, I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to ask this question because, honestly, I'm so not into that kind of like self-promotion I find it really cringy as an individual I even find managing even my social media account difficult because the idea that I have to pay attention to it and you know have to upload things it's something that I battle with almost Mm. every single day you know but I think that when it comes to um, your reputation it's always better to hear from others about who you are. You know, it carries so much more weight when somebody says, oh, you know, I met Claudia the other day, and then, you know, fantastic lady, she's so insightful, she knows so much about this, I'd love to make a connection with her again. Then you going around saying, eh, do you know who I am? And all of this, it just doesn't correlate, you know? And the, the fact is, if you can pay so much time on going around and branding this image of yourself as the be-all and end-all of most of the time of absolutely nothing, the fact is then you're not actually really doing anything do you know what I mean like where is the time what are you actually working on that should be the story do you know what I mean but but do you not have a responsibility to control or to guide the way that people see you because you could be great yes just because you're great doesn't mean that people are going to see you as great all the time absolutely but I think that that's where sometimes the it's okay to let people know of certain projects or accomplishments from other bodies or something that you've just completed where you can actually see and measure the the results of whatever that was. Because if you turn around and just say, yeah, I'm the greatest, blah, 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 but then you've got nothing to show for it, then you're fabricating. Do you know what I mean? You're telling lies or you're exaggerating. (laughs) The, The fact is, you know... Claudia has a magazine. So magazines sell themselves. It tells a story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that. She doesn't need to go around and say, oh, guess what? I'm the biggest publishing person or whatever. And I'm sure it started small, but at some point it's mm-hmm. now made a name for itself. And even even for me in this industry, you know, when I first started out, I had to even, you know, I, I, I was so um, cautious about it because I said, oh, I hope people don't misunderstand my, my story or my purpose for doing this, you know, because I'm passionate about it and I love to learn things. I don't want anybody to feel like I'm there to be a judge and bring people down but eventually you do something for so long and people start to recognize you as the person who is the go-to person in the industry or the name you know and therefore it's like okay I am impacting lives in my small way I am allowing people to show and and build upon their confidence but not in an arrogant way you know they can now turn up to to meetings and they can you know they 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 have little tools that they can use because they've learned about those things they know how to network properly they know how to engage complete strangers they no longer need to have a best friend follow them to every party or or events because they can walk in by themselves because now they know the law of attraction they know how to get people to come over to them and vice versa you see there there's always ways that your story will be told Mm -hmm. and yes in this digital age it makes sense to make use of that free publicity called instagram and facebook and all of those things but the thing is you also have to be authentic and you have to be real about the stories and that you're portraying Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure out there for people to feel like they're lacking you see somebody doing something so great then you start to feel so bad about yourself but most of the time you know you don't know the journey that that person has gone through you don't know all of the milestones and and even the price that they've had to pay to get where they are today nobody is ever really an overnight success it's small hard work consistently turning up showing out doing what you have to do and sometimes taking some knockbacks 
but mm. each single time you rise up and you, and you come again and you see those sorts of things are so much more impressive than somebody walking around with an entourage doing that thing eh, I'm a very very important person and you know who I am and all the rest of it well actually I don't so well, what is what is your purpose like <laughs> what is it that you're actually doing I'm yeah. so much more impressed by somebody who can tell me about somebody else and say wow you see that person sitting there in the corner as quiet as she is do you know that what she's doing do you know how many lives she's impacted do you know um, you know this project that she's working on currently I've never met somebody so humble in my life that is so much more impressive mm. you know than all the noise and, and I, I just quickly will answer with that it's okay for you to talk about what you do yourself and it's okay for you to yes. promote what you're doing yourself mm. it's the how you do it yes okay. so for instance like yourself you are a, a presenter and if I go on your page I would love to see what you do and what you, you love mm -hmm. but if I go in there what I want to see is not anymore saying that oh I was great today hosting this you know so it's how you're doing it but you can post a picture of yourself and said I, I I had a, a great interview with these people that impacted this or something okay, so you so said mean, what you're doing you know mm -hmm. but Without you said making yeah it. making it all about mm. yourself so that's my thing like people who make what they do all about themselves and not about what they're doing the impact of what you're doing is what I want to see you talk about more than talking about you yourself and how great you are because if you're great it will come mm -hmm. true the way you do your work mm -hmm. so then tell me about the impact of the work you're doing and that's how I believe that you're building your brand and then you become the go-to person mm. because then we see all the amazing conversations you're having with great women and then when it comes to oh a host to talk about women do you directly come to you because mm -hmm. we see the impact you're making in the life of other people to the people you're talking to I see mm -hmm. what you mean yeah. so there's a way to do there it. is yeah, and, it, and it's a skill you know um some people are just not great at interviewing others mm. some people know how to draw out a conversation you know how to make your your guests feel comfortable you know you know how to connect with your audiences all of that is is a skill and no doubt at some point and if it's not already happened before we are going to see awards for for this kind of um hosting this kind of presenting and things like that even if it's not today it will be tomorrow but at some point it's going to happen because it's not everybody that can do this kind of work it's not easy you know so <laughs> Let's look out. Yeah. Um, okay, let me take some of our questions, comments. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, this one says, what are some of the major challenges that your panelists faced in their determination to climb the corporate ladder so that they can share for, for our benefits? Um, there are way too many fake people around. I recently employed a, employed a lady who over-exaggerated her accomplishments <laughs> and capabilities. And now after five months, I'm very disappointed. Mm -hmm. Every day I wake up, I beat myself for overpaying her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what should I do? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, well, you have... A number of employees yep. so what would you do if it was you you know um, I'll say that this is one of, it's been one of my biggest challenges as an entrepreneur over 10 years now mm -hmm. because I'm such a mothering person that my friends used to tell me Claudia you you're not boss if you can't fire if you can't mm. fire people mm -hmm. <laughs> you know because I I refuse to accept that somebody cannot be good at what they do so I was giving people like too many like I'll give you Chances. even if it's six mm -hmm. months and I'll keep pushing and I keep telling you how great I think you are I think bring an impetus nothing as a stupid you know ask me the question let me guide you you know let me go to your meetings let me mentor you so I was doing all of that and and the company that you have so many people I found myself doing all the job mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so, so I hope you I know I used to bring people yeah. into my office to try and because I couldn't do it so I think that we've all been through that challenge you know um but 
now i think after over 10 years i've got into that stage that you know if and we've seen that you see people come to an interview and especially these young people like they come in and they talk so much about themselves and especially a brand like myself glitz africa people know glitz to be a premium so they they look at the glitz and the glamour attached mm -hmm. to the brand and they no, come the in expecting like oh it's glitz <laughs> yeah. and you know and then they quote big amounts of money <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always telling them that, Master, here we are not the celebrities. Like, we are the people running behind the scenes. We are the people that nobody sees. Yeah. So, if you're willing to be that person that yeah. nobody sees but make things mm. happen, we're here to make people look good. So, if you can be that person, then you're in the right place. Yeah, but if you're here to be mm. in front of the camera, then you've gone to the wrong place. I get, I get that. <laughs> you know, I with that as well i think that you know we can make things easy for ourselves yeah. a person came in to do a job before they start the job you give them mm -hmm. their deliverables you know there's a job description for a reason these yeah. are the things that are going to be expected of probation, you weekly yeah. monthly yeah. etc then you've got your probation period and then you can do an appraisal mm -hmm. during that period if they're not up to scratch you start to tell them that this is what we're expecting this is mm -hmm. where you are you need to do this that and other to improve we'll give you another three months if you're still not able to then i'm sorry mm -hmm. that is the end of it do you know what i mean you you, you know, we have to sing in Ghana where it's like, oh, I don't want to be responsible for the reason why somebody, uh, you know, loses job, their job. Sometimes it's not even about sacking them. It's yeah. about reassigning them to a yeah. different department. Or yeah. sending them back to school. Or something. Do you know what I mean? Because they're not right for the job. They're <laughs> occupying a space. You are overly stressed because you're doing your work and yeah. somebody else's. But then you're yeah. losing money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can yeah. try extend the probation period for a while give them some guidance on what they can do better and if they're still not doing it then yeah. i'm sorry but you're gonna have yeah. to either Gotta be go. yeah. um shika someone wants to know um how they can get in touch with you and if you do any training for young girls from about 13 years yes old. absolutely the youth etiquette boot camp that i normally run in the summer months so yes actually I'm my, my daughter yeah why yeah, not it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun boyish. so yes on my instagram you can actually there's a link to my number directly on there so okay. you can so whatsapp what's, what's me directly shika underscore goka s-i-k-a underscore g-o-k-a okay fantastic yeah. um this one says okay my warmest regards claudia i respect you for your intelligence dedication passion selfless commitment excellence ish um it's <laughs> from edmund um so claudia that's your shout out Aww, thank you, thank you. Um, i think i think we've run out of time mm -hmm. Okay, so in 30 seconds each, right? Yeah. Um my heart is really for the young women who are coming up. Yeah. Those who are so yeah. disillusioned about what life yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys are really successful and, and really beautiful. Which, which is something that sometimes it seems like it has to be either or, oh. but, it, but it's not. So just for 30 seconds, you know, yeah. from your heart yeah. to their ears. Yeah. yeah, I will just say that just be your authentic self. Mm -hmm. You know, Claudia Lumor is may be great in your eyes, but Claudia is done. So why would you want to be another copy of Claudia? Be yourself. You know, learn about what things that